Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's not my clothes. That's my hand. Okay. Good morning. How are you guys? <sighs> good morning. Despite my cough, this is the best I have felt physically since December. I mean, February the 7th. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Oh. We're grateful. Please don't be very loud. You plus it just asked you, please don't be very loud in my ear. Why are you yelling at me, Lisa? I'm so grateful that you're here with us. (laughs) She's under the weather still, so she can't tolerate um, humor as much as she could have normally. Although we all know Brian is kind of like Fred Astaire when it comes to charm level. <clears throat> if your body is still feeling physically taxed, you're not able to receive it all. But anyway, I am so excited to be back here. We're going to be back on our regularly scheduled programming Monday through Friday, and I'm excited about that, too. Definitely. Take your time. Invite your friend. We're going to take a second and just invite, 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 and get you in here. And uh, we are talking about renewed mercy, so we are we do have a topic today and i'm telling you renewed mercies is really what we have received we're grateful and we'll be right back in a moment to talk about it Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, like, 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 like. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Once again, uh, tag somebody, make sure they get in the room. We haven't been here in two whole weeks, and we appreciate you still being available to hang out with us. We are experiencing what we're calling renewed mercies. Good morning, uh, Miss Phyllis. How are you? Good morning, Dr. Beverly. How are you? And Dr. Deborah Dust is in the house, too. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I like the topic. Renewed mercies. What brought it to your What made you want to call it that today? We have so many things that could have um, gone so wrong. You know, just being sick, first of all, is very, very difficult. But we every morning we woke up with a renewed mercy, a renewed joy, a renewed reason to be grateful. And <clears throat> I'm thankful. Amen. She's right. Um, we both, and for those of you who don't know, we both contracted COVID-19. I believe I officially got it on December the 7th. Lisa got it on December, I mean, February the 7th. Lisa got it on February the 10th. And here it is the 21st. Okay. Some people have a very different experience with COVID. Some people, it goes through their body fast. Some people, it takes a lot longer than um 21 i mean 11 days some people um 
and many people have lost their li- lost their lives because of complications. Now I'm gonna say this, and I, and I hope my wife is okay with it. Um, when when I was feeling my worst, you know, with the coughing and the, um, taking all the medicines and everything, and weak and can't do anything. I mean, just walk from here to there. You're exhausted. When I was feeling at my worst during this COVID thing, um, I understood how people can, how this thing could go one way or the other. Because there was times <clears throat> where it was great difficult for me to even breathe. You know, I found myself making noises breathing when I wasn't trying to do anything. And then I couldn't stop myself from, <sighs> I had those moments. And those moments was a little bit, frankly, a little bit scary for me, you know. Um, very recently, we lost a good friend of ours, Mr. Tim Vincent, um, for complications due to COVID. And I thought Tim was like a fit guy, a really, really fit guy. And and he's gone. He's younger than me. You know, so those things were in my head. So when, when I was feeling at my worst, I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. This is terrible. And COVID ain't you no know, joke, y'all. I'm just telling you that now. Good morning, Robert Archer. He said, they said I had it, but praise the Lord, it was asymptomatic. Amen. Hey, amen. My Robert, you are a better friend than you're giving yourself credit for. Good morning, Mr. William Brown. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Carol. What's happening? Hey, so good to see you too, Carol. Um, I'm telling you, it, it has allowed us... One of the renewed mercies is that it has allowed us to see the value of friendship and community. Big time. Friendship and community. Um, When we really got shook up, when it first happened and we let the world know when we got our our positive diagnosis, our friends showed up, man. Our friends showed up and brought us everything we needed. Food, like soups. We had some of the best soups. We had the best home-cooked remedies, I mean, recipes, and they delivered them here. It was the best soups and fruits and vegetables, I mean, um, medicines and vitamins and, um, and uh, what do you call it? Coconut waters. <laughs> and uh, we just was, was taken care of. We were, we felt, Lisa and I felt completely loved on and embraced by you. And Thank still you. Do. I'm grateful that you're here with us this morning. Uh, Carol says, praising God, y'all have this kind of testimony. You just don't know with COVID, it's such a serious virus. I know. I know it has such serious ramifications, and I'm grateful. I don't um, I don't take it lightly that we are on the other side of through. Um, like Brother Robert said, there have been asymptomatic versions of it. Um, my son had asymptomatic versions of it. <laughs> My son did as well. You know, he felt fine. You know, that wasn't the reality for us. And when it hit us, it hit. I felt like I got hit a giant body punch, man. It really, really, woo. But renewed mercies, you know. Now, the first task back on my agenda is the Faith of the Mustard Seed Project. Okay. It's reconnecting back with those amazing testimonies that are looking forward to being put together in this project. We plan to have it released by April, and I am telling you that we have a lot of work to do. I am not going to be very patient with um, with the participants because it's that serious. Faith of Mustard Seed Project is a, an anthology 
of people telling their tale, telling their testimony of how having the faith of a mustard seed has pulled them through. You know, and it's a beautiful project. It's a big project in my home. So and it's going on full bore. Um, and I'm excited about seeing it through. Um, Lisa says she's not going to have much patience with the participants. Um, okay. That means that. That means just that. You know, we're going to get that thing in. Um, I am so excited to be back full blast at work. I got an appointment today at 10 a.m. and I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited about everything. I'm excited about being here with you. I'm excited about being able to work. That's what was taken away from us, baby. We couldn't even we couldn't even really work <coughs> the way we wanted to. I was canceling everything. And praise God for the people that are willing to be patient with me <coughs> and reschedule <coughs> with me. <coughs> yeah. People that were willing to reschedule with me. So I'm grateful for that too. So what say you? When the thought comes up of renewed mercies, what does that sing to you? You know, do you have a thought about that? Or what are you looking forward to this weekend? Week? How was your weekend? Monday is always a great time for us to talk about how our, <coughs> our past weekend was. <coughs> I went from so disappointed in NBA All-Star Saturday night because the dunk contest was rather do do. Okay, it was so disappointing. And uh, the three-point shootout was pretty pretty fun to watch. But last night's All-Star game was amazing to watch. Uh, Steph Curry put on a show, scored um, 50 points, 16 three-pointers. And uh, it's just a really, really fun um, uh, format that they had. Steph Curry was on the same team as LeBron James. And they played to a, a point determined. And LeBron James hit the last second jump shot to win the game. So two of my favorite players show they butts out. So it was a great fun thing to watch for me. That was part of my weekend. And it ended into like you know 10 or 11 last night, but it was fun to watch for me. And I had the opportunity last night to review my affirmations. It was so important to get my mind back right that um had been overtaken by so much just darkness, just darkness. My Excuse me. <coughs> my first affirmation, my number one was, uh, I am healed and I attract light. I am healed and I attract light. And that started to begin the reminder in me of how important it is not to worry about how you feel but to worry about, but to focus on what you are. Not to worry about how you feel, but to focus on what you are. Actually, Lisa, it's really nice sitting next to you with your pretty face on. You know, you got color in your skin now. You know, you look better than you looked in the past week because you've been sick. You know, you even got your little lipstick on and got your hair, a little, little something with it. You know, it's nice to see my pretty wife again, my pretty wife face again. It's really nice. Okay. Yeah, and your husband shaved everything. I didn't take off. I, I mean, y'all know I've been rocking the shot sideburns for like six months, but I took all of them off too. Yeah, took them all off. You notice? No sideburns, just the chin. I mean, just the goatee. No, I, I, I even it. took that down. I took that down. <coughs> I prefer it. Prefer what? 
Yeah. This look right here, this well, this is my cleanest look. You know. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, I'm excited. I get back to seeing my clients this week. Uh, I have already started rescheduling some of you. And I'm excited about what's going on. I have, I did reinstate um, one of the last tasks that I had left over from the um, beginning of the month on yesterday and finished uh, one of my awesome clients' websites, uh, Connecting the Dots to Life Eternal. She has had her... Um, book launch discussion group uh and on this friday will be the part two of her discussion group so i'm looking forward to that how do you think we did together as a couple dealing with sickness in our house did i get on your nerves or anything like that or how do you think we did as a couple you know because i can see when people are being taxed little things get exacerbated you know you know, that whole concept of you guys should quarantine against each other, too, in the same house. We that wasn't even a consideration for us, although it was suggested a few times. You know, Brian, you should stay downstairs. These should stay upstairs. So you don't keep giving each other the sickness back and forth again. But we don't play that. <laughs> I want to lay next to Lisa, you know. And she even asked me, uh, dare I say it on the show? I don't know what you're going to say. Would I marry you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She asked me, would you marry me again mm -hmm. or something like that? I said, yeah, I'd marry you, you know, because mm -hmm. you're the best. She said, would you marry me? I said, yes, because you're the best. That's why I would. Yep. And then I said, would you marry? I think I asked her the next day. I said, would you marry me? She goes, yes, I'd marry you. I said, well, why? She goes, because I love you. I said, that's not enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's love got to do with it? It's got to be more than just that. I actually think I saw what's love got to do with it. You did? Okay. You watched it during your sickness. What's I love got so. to do with it? I thought so. Yep. I've seen that movie once. Don't need to see it again. I can't handle brutality like that or rape scenes. I can't. Anything with a rape scene in it, that's the end of that for me. Not seeing that no more. Nope. I did get into this this show called Billions. Um, it's just I gotta prepare for every episode. Every episode is so intense. I love it. It's so intense and it's so smart and it's so ruthless and they're so conniving and ruthless and high money stakes and but I'm enjoying it each time. And if I watch an episode, I'm gonna see that whole episode. I'm not stopping that one anywhere near the middle in the middle of it. <laughs> Dr. Beverly said, I can promise you it's not the makeup that makes her pretty. It's her that makes the makeup look good. Amen. Anytime you can wake up and see you're ahead of the game, now you can rejoice that this battle, battle is a victory. With exclamation points. And um, I will I will choose 1,002 will put. One will chase 1,000 and two will put 10,000 to flight. That's right. No weapon, sickness do not belong to you. Amen. 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 And and Dr. Beverly, you put, a, you put words together very well. We always appreciate that for you. And you're consistent with that over the years. I rely on you 
making sense of a lot of our life situations. Because frankly, Dr. Beverly, <clears throat> you kind of have put the um, subtitle to a lot of events, at least in our life. You know? <laughs> I mean, she has, baby. She's made sense out of some of our stuff, you know. And I appreciate you very much. You see, you guys are a part of us. William Brown, man, come on. I, I mean, my oh, whole no, life I would be it. diminished without you. Dr. Deborah Dunstan, I am so, Dr. Deborah Dunstan is, is tight with us, y'all. She's, she's our sister. Jacqueline, haven't seen her yet. Oh, I miss Sister Jacqueline. And I want to see, according to Jacqueline, I want to see her. I definitely have to. <coughs> <coughs> Melissa Price. My goodness. Thank you, Melissa Price. Thank you, Melissa Price, for your <laughs> love to us. Um, Belinda Houston, good morning, my sister. How you doing? Um, but I want to shout out Melissa Price for showing love to us during our sickness. She's another one. You know, went above and beyond and out of her way to express love. And we appreciate that very much. <laughs> Dr. Deborah Dunstan was with us the night that I believe I got the sickness, and I'm so grateful she didn't get sick. <laughs> Brittany Thomas is watching. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going exactly in a linear, a linear fashion, but I'm probably still two days ahead of you as far as the um the the virus taking its course. Yeah. I felt sometimes I've had to remind you of that because truthfully, we are getting better. We are a hundred percent better than. Um, I just wasn't sure it was a hundred percent linear, though. You know, it don't yeah. have to be exactly two days. It could be one day. It could be the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gratitude is real. Okay. And boy, are Lisa and I grateful. Here, drink this. Don't think. <laughs> Excuse me. Honestly, she's better than she was. <laughs> she's up to the day's task. Um, the new book, Gratitude is Real. Who should write it, Dr. Beverly? Who should write that book? Amen. Um, the scariest part for me is coughing because the coughing gets out of control. And I can't, if I don't quell the cough, it can take over and I won't be able to breathe at all. So I try to be very conscientious of what makes me laugh and what makes me cough. That's at the worst. When I was at my worst moments, during these last 11 days, um, I was afraid of my cough as well. I was afraid of it because once it started, you know, oh God, and then it was going to affect my breathing. I was, I was afraid to cough, you know? And then I was even, there were some days where um, I'm showered, okay? I'm ready for bed. I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. All I have to do is lay down. But I'm scared to do it because I'm not coughing right now. And when I go from sitting here 
to laying down, I might start coughing again. And I was afraid of that. That that was a real, real thing for me, you know? Yeah, that could be serious. Um, Dr. Deborah says, I'm being transparent here. Just at this moment, I'm coming to realize that the experience of couples being sick together makes me feel weird. I'm going to have to look at that and pray on it intentionally. The experience of couples being and, sick together. Amen. It makes, I, I, I imagine you want to examine that. Um, I'm going to send you love and light as you examine that. Let God reveal it to you and put an ease on you as you it relates to how you're interpreting it. Dr. Deborah Dunstan has been very, very transparent over the years about the times when her and her husband were sick at the same time. You know, you know, they were struggling there. There were a lot of times when they were sick at the same time. You know, he would lay down on the floor as opposed to get in the bed. So, yes, Dr. Deborah Dunstan, my heart is going out to you right now. And we do want to lift her up. Baby. Amen. Amen. Mm. I can't drink cold stuff. That's room temperature. You think so? You it's... want some hot tea, mate? Well, there's no other cup up here. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna sip my tea. Mm. I'm sipping my juice. <laughs> <laughs> See, you gotta be careful laughing, baby. <laughs> Lisa digs my humor, my sense of humor. But um, I am again. We're grateful that we're mostly on the other side of it. And we may have lingering effects for another week or two weeks or three weeks or a month. Who knows? We may still have lingering effects of it. But the biggest part of it, we have to know, I believe is well behind us. You know, this COVID-19 kind of thing. Uh, I'm looking forward to singing our songs today with you guys because uh, we haven't done that in a while. You know, Friday we came on here to express Friday evening. Friday evening came on just to express gratitude because it was just overwhelming to me how good my, our community has taken care of Lisa and I. Absolutely. Yep. I almost wore a t-shirt today too, man, for this show. But uh, also um we've had some ancillary benefits. We both have lost significant weight during this time. You might not be able to tell it in my face, um, but I can tell it mostly in my face and in my neck. I've lost um, 13, 14 pounds um, since the 7th. Yes, I have. Real weight off my body has been released, 13, 14 pounds. And I'm excited about that, too, because I can see a weight loss landmark that I haven't achieved in a while that's right here at the door, you know. That Brian, that show billionaire is much too intense for me. They are doing too much. <laughs> I know that's why every single episode I mentally prepare myself for the episode starts and I don't let it, I don't leave it until that episode's done. I'm not that's not the kind of show where you watch 20 or 30 minutes of it, stop it, and come back and pick up. Oh no, there's a lot going on. She's right, but I'm enjoying it myself. Billionaire, billions is what it's called, I think. Billions, yeah. With um, oh, the name of guys, but it's very, very powerful men and women and women. And when the women come at you, boy, ooh, claws extended and 
threats for real and they come after each other. Oh my God, are you threatening me? You got damn right I'm threatening you. <laughs> and they mean that shit too. So, Dr. Deborah, is there a show that you can watch that you're enjoying? Um, good morning, brother Nicholas Conti. How you doing, man? Those of you who are watching who have chosen not to say good morning this morning, good morning to you too. <laughs> good morning to you as well. Um, we are recovering fast. You know, we're recovering fast from COVID here. And we're back to work. Um, yes. And we're grateful that you have patience with us. Um, we're grateful, grateful, grateful. I am looking for guests for the next week who would like us to have more guests on. And it could be you. That's right. So I will. As a regular, you still can be a guest on our show. Um, this would be, I think it'd be a good time to have our guests, our regulars as guests, you know, because um, we didn't know if we're going to have to rebuild the whole audience all over again or not. You know, we didn't know, but I'm glad for those of you guys who chose to show up today. I'm glad for any minutes that you chose to give us, you know, because you may not stay for the whole show, but if you might want to swing through and say, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? And we appreciate that. So it's 925. Um, do you have a good reason to wait and do the greeting jams, or can we just go ahead and start now? Because <laughs> I don't have a good reason to wait. I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, this show is called Let's Talk About It. And we've been doing this show since October of 2016. Yes, we have. Monday through Friday since October of 2016. Thousands of shows. Lisa sat on my left for thousands of shows. It shows that uh, we talk about personal conversations, business information, and spiritual inspiration. With a little bit of shenanigans thrown in. That's what we talk about on the show. Um, together, her name is Lisa Santiago McNeil. And he is Brian K. McNeil. And together make up what's called the Empowerment Duo. And the Empowerment Duo has an expressed ministry. Our expressed ministry is economic independence. Through entrepreneurship. That's what we that's what we're about. That's what we talk about. That's what we believe in. Economic independence through entrepreneurship. Good morning, Miss Julie hey, Tremblay. Julie, Julie. Um, we are feeling better, Julie. We are feeling better, and we are grateful for that as well. And some of you guys have been rocking with us for a long time, and some of you guys are consistent contributors to the show. And the way we like to thank you is with greeting songs and with greeting logos. For example. Today, the first person in the room was Miss Phyllis. Miss Phyllis has been rocking with this show for years. She has a greeting logo. Her logo goes, Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Dr. Beverly's also been rocking with this show for years and is a consistent contributor to this show. She has a logo as well, and it goes, Dr. Beverly is <laughs> Lord Jesus. Let's try that again. You don't need to have that much emphasis on it. I am telling you uh, why I am managing my volume. Okay, I'm gonna try it again. Dr. Beverly is on, on the show. show. Oh, Oh, it's much better. 
Dr. Deborah Dunstan has a song, actually. Her song goes. Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm-hmm. You got to put that mm-hmm on it because it's just that good. Mr. William Brown has a song as well. <laughs> good morning to our friend Bill. Good morning to our friend Bill. Nobody, Nobody thinks like, like him still. We love him so and we always will. Our friend Bill. You know, um, as much as I can today, I think I want to work us outside. You know, get outside fresh air. I don't have all the windows in the house raised up. You know, we need to renew our our home's air. Carol, you keep coming, Carol. We're going to find you a jam. Brother Robert, we're going to find you a greeting logo or a song as well. Uh, Belinda Dare Dare to be different. She has a logo as well. And it goes, Hollywood. Hollywood Hollywood swinging. Hollywood swinging. How you doing, my sister? Absolutely, Bill. Put your feet in the grass. Should I put my feet in the grass? I could do that. I could do that today. Put my feet in the grass. Um, Dr. Deborah does it. Did we read that? Yeah, we did. Okay. And Julie Tremblay. All you got to do is keep coming, Julie. Well, we could find a jam for you, Julie Tremblay. Julie Tremblay with her, her character, her personality, and her competencies. We can find you a jam, Miss Julie. Yeah, we sure can. Mm-hmm. But today is a work day. Getting back into get, getting back into your groove requires focusing. And I always like to say, begin with the end in mind. Continuing to focus forward on what it is that you're wanting to accomplish. We intend to fully accomplish the Faith of a Mustard Seed Anthology. You'll be seeing some emails out from me today. And I am looking forward to to having this project completed as soon as possible. We're looking at an April release date. And um, I really am looking forward to hearing these testimonies of greatness. You know, um, getting back to work mode you know, um, think about this for a second. All you guys here, especially, it seems like everyone on here right now is entrepreneurial. Um, think about this thought for a second. Do you realize that you're really, really good at what you do? You realize you're really good at it already. You're really smart, and you're really good at what you do already. And if you realize and remind yourself that you're really good at what you do. Just do what the really good people in your game would do today. You know, what would the champions be doing today? And do it the way you would do it because you're a champion at it. You know, start as start as if you were the model. That oh my God, I used to have this mantra, and used to mess my company up, and used to mess me up too. But the mantra is this: <clears throat> What kind of company? Would my company be if everybody working in it worked just like me? What kind of company would my company be? And I was a sales manager at the time. But what kind of company would my company be 
if everybody working here worked just like me, would the company be able to stay profitable if they all worked the way I was working? Would the company be great if they were all working the way I was working? <coughs> Excuse me. How about if you ask yourself that question too? You know, is that a good question? What do you think? But that used to that used to wreck me every time I thought it. You know, that means, oh my gosh, if the whole company is dependent upon how I'm working today, you know, the whole company is dependent upon that. What kind of company would my company be if everybody working here worked just like me? You know, <clears throat> I like the thought. It, it's one of those thoughts that motivated me through the years. Absolutely. I think that it can definitely be a benefit to remind yourself of the greatness that you actually bring to the table. Yeah. You bring some greatness to the table, Lisa. Thank you. So do you. I do. And we should act like we do. We should act like we do. You know, put my feet in the grass today is messing me up. Why? Because I haven't done it. When the last time I put bare feet in grass? I don't put bare feet on carpet. <laughs> I don't put bare feet on the hardwood floors downstairs. I wear flip-flops in the house. All the time. Or slippers. Yes, all the time. Okay. So the thought of, and I'm a, I think I'm going to do it, Bill. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to go outside and um, walk around in the bare grass and some bare feet and let grass get between my toes. You going to do it with me? Sure. You are going to do it. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill, your suggestion. We're both going to walk in the bare grass. But I can't, I got a 10 o'clock appointment. But after that, um, I think I'll find some time unless it rains because it's kind of overcast here today. And I didn't even look at the weather forecast yet. Although I do know we're going to be into the 70s this week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the weather's. Well, it's going to be great. Here's another thing, too, to indicate um, I'm on the other side of through with this COVID. Last night, um, I had a half of a cigar. I didn't even smoke the whole thing. I did. I had a half of a cigar. What? I didn't know. Yeah, I, I took a shot, and I had a, what was called a very, I had a very gentle cigar. Because it was my first one in 11 days. And I've been dreaming about having one. I've been wanting one. So, but as I was, it was a very, very gentle stick. Um, easy draw, not much messing with me. But even though I, I chose a very, very gentle stick to ease myself back into it, it, I only did half of it. And that was enough for me. I didn't feel like I needed any more than that. I just left it there. So. Well. If you enjoyed it. I did. That threw you off a little bit that I had a cigar? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm concerned about um, you rushing back in to anything. It will ground you both. William Brown. Yes. My grandfather is a staunch proponent of the grounding benefits of the um, the earth under your feet. I can't wait to do it now. I'm excited for the thought. Thank you, Bill. Yep. I, I want to do it. And I'm going to do it with Lisa, too. We're going to walk around the backyard, you know, with bare feet. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking the last time I did that, though. You know, that's the problem with me. That's the challenge I'm having. 
But I'm going to do a bill on your suggestion today. Yes, we are. Being sure to um, looking forward to all the new projects that I have. I have to I had to recover for this one project that I have been working on. Um, <clears throat> uh, that we're doing with uh, the Charlotte Community Drivers. The book project is just about finished. It's ready to go up. And I'm looking forward to presenting it to the world. I am telling you, this one is life-changing. And you guys, when I, when I am able to tell you more about it, I will. They're not ready to release the details yet. But when they are ready, I'm ready to go. Good. Now, Lisa's got a project tickling that she just teased out there. I got one too, but I haven't told Lisa about it. But I've been working on it and writing on it. You know, and it's just it's just a little bit more transparent than I normally write, and a little bit more revealing than I normally write. But um, I've been putting some thoughts together on paper or on my laptop. Now, isn't that beautiful that you can capture stuff? Just write it, you know, write, get your butt up and write, you know, write your thoughts, capture them, man. Who knows what that thought going to be later? That thought might end up becoming a thought that takes you someplace else, or it could be in a short story or an article, or it could end up being a book. But the thing is, you got to be willing to write, be willing to write, you know, what a, what a blessing. I just find that right now in this moment, a blessing that we can do such a thing. Mm-hmm. You could do such a thing. You can capture your thoughts. Capture that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's time for us to review another book, um, do another book read that we hadn't done for the beginning of the year. We normally have it by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's going to be how to, one of the throwbacks, how to win friends, influence people. or going to be... Um... The greatest sales in the world because you got to do the scrolls. Okay. The scrolls. Even if you don't do the whole story, you just got to do 10 scrolls. Mm-hmm. But the first scroll is Today I Begin a New Life. Today I Begin a New Life. I cast off the old skins from yesterday and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I'm going to live my life, a brand new life. There's 10 scrolls. I've been thinking about that too. That's why we're in sync, Lisa and I. But let's start it tomorrow. The ten scrolls, unless you feel like you want to do the first one right now. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, are we gonna read it aloud? These are one of the. There's certain books that you can't get through life without reading, um, but you have to read. Like you have to read the Bible. You just can't not read it. You have to read how to, uh, how to win friends and influence people. You have to read Think and Grow Rich. You have to read the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And The Greatest Sales in the World is one of those books, too. The Greatest Sales in the World, you have to read these books. You know, they're just essentials that you have to read. And if you don't read it, um, you're lacking. I started reading the, um, Will, by the way, the Will Smith book. Um, and I started reading it, like, right when I got sick, and I couldn't focus as much. But I'm reading that right now as well. But the scrolls, the 10 scrolls, you can find them everywhere. You can they'll read them aloud to you on YouTube, but we can um, just pull up one version of it and just read off the scroll. Unless you want me to 
find it for us. Okay. But just pull up the scroll marked one. Pull up scroll marked one. Go to Google. You know, rabbit hole. Okay. Just just put in the search bar scroll mark one. Uh, or scroll one. But anyway, um, but I do enjoy those books as well. Are those books read that you guys do? Yeah, we've been doing them over the years. That's it right there. Little text, okay. That's it. Okay. The scroll marked one. Today, I begin a new life. Today, I shed my old skin, which have too long suffered the bruises of failure and the wounds of mediocrity. Today, I am born anew, and my my birthplace is a vineyard where there is fruit for all. Today, I will pluck grapes from my wisdom and from the tallest and fullest vines in the vineyard. For these were planted by the wisest of my profession who have come before me generation upon generation. I, today, I will savor the taste of grapes from the vines and verily I will swallow the seeds of success buried in each. And new life will sprout within me. The career I have chosen is laden with opportunity, yet it is fraught with heartbreak and despair and the bodies of those who have failed. Where they piled atop another would cast its shadow down upon all the pyramids of the earth. Let the, yet I will not fail as the others, for in my hands I now hold the charts, which will guide me through perilous winters, waters, to shores which only yesterday seemed but a dream. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Um, William Brown, wanted to, and we're going to finish this up. William Brown says, there is something I want to share that I just got present to. There's a book titled, Be Quick, But Don't Hurry. I've always been tripped up by that, but I currently believe we are in one of those moments. Ashton Smith, I appreciate happy birthday to you. First off, he says, hey, good morning, everybody. Yesterday is my birthday. He wants to know what does it take to register to be a part of our show? Okay. And we can talk about that offline. And William Brown says, there's an urgency in being yourself and doing what you are called to do. The faith of a mustard seed is now, is a now word for us all. And good morning, author Annette. Please continue. Now I rejected and I am prepared for wisdom and principles which will guide me out of the shadows into the sunlight of wealth, position, and happiness far beyond my most extravagant dreams until even the golden apples in the, the garden, garden of Hesperides, Hesperides will seem no more to will seem no more than my just, just reward. <clears throat> Time teaches time teaches all the things to he who loves forever. 
but I will not have the luxury of eternity within my allotted time. I must practice the art of patience, the nature for nature's acts never in haste, to create the olive, king of all trees, a hundred years is required. An onion plant is old in nine weeks. I have lived, lived as an onion, onion plant, plant. And it has not pleased me. I have lived as an onion plant, and it has not pleased me. Now I would become the greatest olive trees, and truth, the greatest of salesmen. And how will this be accomplished? For I have neither the knowledge nor the experience to achieve greatness, and I already have stumbled in ignorance and fallen into pools of self-pity. The answer is simple. I will commence my, my journey, journey unencumbered with either the weight of unnecessary knowledge or the handicap of meaningless experience. Did y'all hear that? Commence your journey unencumbered with either the weight of unnecessary knowledge and the handicap of needless experience. Commence unencumbered. Keep moving. Let me continue? Yeah. Give it to me. Okay. Far greater. Okay. Uh, nature has, or has nature already has has supplied me with knowledge and instinct far greater than any beast in the forest, and the value of experience is overrated, usually by old men who nod wisely and speak stupidly. In truth, experience teaches thoroughly, yet her course, yet yet her course. Of instruction devours men's years, so the value of the lessons diminishes in in the time necessary to acquire her special wisdom. The end finds it wasted on dead men. Furthermore, experience is comparable to fashion. An action that proved successful today will be unworkable and impractical tomorrow. Impractical tomorrow. Only principles endure, and these I now possess. For the laws that will lead me to greatness are contained within the words of these scrolls that they will what they will teach me is more to prevent failure than to gain success for what is success other than a state of mind which two among a thousand wise men will define success in the same words yet failure is always described in one way failure is man's inability to reach his goals in life whatever they may be in truth the only difference between the only difference between those who have Failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference in their habits. Good habits are the key to all success. Bad habits are the unlocked door to all failure. Thus, the first law which I will obey, which will breaketh, which will precedeth all others, is I will form good habits and become their slaves. Mm -hmm. As a child, I was slave to my impulses. Now I am slave to my habits, as are all grown men. I have surrendered my free will to the years of accumulated habits. And the, and the past deeds of my life have already marked out a path which threatens to imprison my future. My actions are ruled by appetite, passion, prejudice, greed, love, fear, environment, habit, and the worst of these tyrants is habit. Therefore, if I must be a slave to habit, let me be the slave to the good habits. My good habits must be, my bad habits must be destroyed 
and new furrows prepare for good seed. Now, they still got much more to go. The first scroll is the longest scroll. But the beautiful thing I'm going to say this about these scrolls is they want you to live with each scroll. And if you follow the instructions, they want you to live with each scroll for 30 days before you move on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rereading the same scroll for 30 days. They want you to read this scroll when you wake up. They want you to read this scroll after your midday meal. They want you to read the scroll in the evening. And they want you to read the scroll in the evening with feelings. Okay. Now it's 948. We're not going to have a chance to finish all of this here. But I do want to um, say uh, we didn't get a chance to um, greet off Lynette the right way because she has a logo as well. And her logo is at this table we sit. Making it legit. Because when Lynette hits the show, uh -huh. let's just say this. The scrolls, number one, become the habit of rereading your goals. Rereading your goals three times a day. Okay? Don't be encumbered by thoughts that are holding you up of what you should be and what you shouldn't be. Move forward unencumbered. Realize you're already great. You've already been blessed with instincts. You've already been blessed with knowledge base. You know what you're doing. Keep moving forward today. Anew. Absolutely. And um, I am looking forward to forming some positive habits. Start today. And utilizing some of the leverage that we've gained by this um, jumpstart, if you want to call it that, with being out on COVID. I, Brian said we both lost a considerable amount of weight um, as a result of the sickness. And I am looking forward to reinforcing the um, process to continue to lose weight in a positive way by creating positive habits and becoming their slaves. That's one thing I realized. Um, one of the reasons why I think the weight was released off my body was I stopped doing the habit that kept the weight on. You know, there were certain habits I had that kept the weight on, like um, a heavy cocktail or two in the evening that kept weight on me. You know, um, having cookies throughout the day that kept weight on me, um, feeling a strong desire off the, after most meals to have dessert. That's one of the habits that kept weight on me. And by not doing those things that kept the weight on, weight was able to release. A habit is what happened. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to figuring out what those habits are going to be. I don't know that I'm ready to, I'm not really ready to eat yet. Um, I'm not really ready to eat yet at all. Anything more than coconut water and broth. We've been doing coconut water and broth. <laughs> uh, we got plenty of coconut water and I'm grateful for that too. People uh, bless us with coconut water and I got aloe drink. I got really, really great aloe drinks. So I'm grateful for that as well. So it's time for us to call today's show over. Um, thank you for helping us muscle through this. Um, we're getting through this as well. And we'll reach out to you, brother. Um, and those of you who want to be a uh, guest on our show, let us know that you want to be a guest on our show. There is a process that you have to go through. 
it's in the description. If you actually uh, go into the description, you'll see that you can send an email to um, admin at epublishu.com. If you see it in the description there. Yes. And Ashton is a um, special, a former Special Olympian, and we are looking forward to having her on the show. Really? Cool, cool, cool. Well, please do the process. It's not a hard process. Do the process and let's get you on here. You guys have a beautiful rest of your day. We love you. And don't forget to have sex.